The following is a member of the Burke Reviews podcast family. BurkeReviews.com Hey everybody, welcome to Burke Reviews Movie Club. I'm Jonathan Burke, and with me this week is Corey Starr. Hello, hello. And I worded that differently than normal because it's not yeah. just Corey for a change. Um, with us also this week is uh, Michael Sanchez. This is a begrudging hello. <laughs> not not towards us this time, but... Um, no, because the reason, of other reasons. Yes, uh, our movie for this week... Um, this is the first week of October, which means if you're a movie club listener, we have a new theme, and the theme is horror movies. Um, and our first movie of the month is Boo 2, Medea's Halloween, which I got to get the official title because I think it's Tyler Perry's Presents or something. Um, and this is not a movie that Corey selected, nor is it a movie that I selected, which is usually how uh, Movie Club goes. It's a movie that one of us haven't seen, and in this case, neither of us had seen. Um, and we had to watch this movie because Big Tuna, who's here also, say hi, Sean. Hello. Um, way back in, what was it, like, March, I think I it was guess? February or March. When the Oscars happened, uh, we had a competition with Corey, myself, Michael, Brendan, and Big Tuna, uh, for the Oscars. Uh, we did, like, an Oscar draft. There's a whole episode you can go back and listen to if you want to hear. And, um, Sean, if I re- recall, destroyed us, um... Yeah, and... I went for the, I went for the <laughs> below-the-line categories. Yes, um... And racked up points that way, so... And the uh, the winner of the the draft got to pick a movie for the others to watch. Now I, m- I mentioned another person who's not here, which is Brendan, and Brendan had taken a vow to never watch a Medea movie, and so he did not watch Boo Two a Medea Halloween. Instead, Sean, what'd you make Brendan watch? I made Brendan go see Sherlock Gnomes while it was in theaters, and the condition oh. was that he could not take any children. Yeah. So he had to go by himself and <laughs> not take like a nephew wow. or a niece or anything like that. He had to be a lone adult male going to see Sherlock Gnomes. Yeah. And and he did. He he fulfilled his obligation long before we fulfilled ours. Um I that was way back in like May or something when the movie came yeah, out. So really early. Yeah, um, so we've been waiting uh, partly for October and partly because I, I really did not want to watch it. didn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> and Try and get out of. We put it know. off as long as possible. And this has been, last year I won our summer movie draft and I made Mike and Corey watch Hudson Hawk, which is a movie that I love but acknowledge that it's bad, but it's a film that I still am very fond of. And they we, we did an episode of Hudson Hawk and then so we did the fantasy draft and we haven't done that. And Mike just won our summer movie wager and Corey... Myself, Matt from What I Watch Tonight, and Craig from Music Musing will all be watching uh, 24-Hour Party People, a movie that I'm excited to see and has a, like an 85 on Metacritic. Um, stars Steve Coogan. Mike loves that movie. That's why he picked it. He's actually uh, propagating great art. Um, Big Tuna went the other direction. Uh, he picked something <laughs> that has um, a 17 on Metascore, a 3.3 IMDb user score, <clears throat> which is unusual because very often tyler perry movies are beloved especially the Medea movies by his fan base but this one didn't land um now it's ironic because i actually own this movie 
because uh, <laughs> as do I. <laughs> yes, as Sean, so does Sean. Uh, because the our the Regal Cinemas had a deal last year where if you saw four movies, um, you got all of the digital copies for free, and this was one of them. And it wasn't even like great movies, but I still wanted them all. So I bought a ticket to Medea with my movie pass at the time, but then did not go watch the movie. And actually, I sat through the movie in theaters, and that's kind of why I forced all of you to sit through it. Because <laughs> that was a one choice of the worst experiences in my life. <laughs> yeah, because so I figured it should be shared. I I, I, I bought just, the ticket. I just want to point out that my choice, at least, even if you hate it, has you know a whole lot more value than what we got with this this movie (laughs) i have a lot to say about boo too um do you oh yeah so much i don't think Um, the movie had a lot to say (laughs) i don't have a lot to say this is probably going to be one of our shorter episodes of movie club because we are um traditionally Corey and i talk about what we've been watching and things like that um and what i will open up to the floor though um keep in mind that this episode will come out on uh october 7th um, so is if you've seen any movies that are either in theaters, and I'm not any movies, Sean, I, you've seen like every movie, I'm, one movie, one movie that you want to maybe either recommend or tell people not to waste their time with, um, that or the, something you've watched recently, even if it's not in theaters, like Mike, if you've seen anything this week, Corey, if you've watched anything else, um, let's go around the table here. Um, I'll, I'll start real fast. Um, the movie that I'm going to, uh, to bring up that I watched recently is um, Jeremy Saulnier's hold the dark uh which is on netflix and Corey, i know also watch this and Corey and i if you've listened to our podcast know that we are huge jeremy saulnier and making blair fans um and i i still am working my my thoughts through this film i definitely like hold the dark without any doubt but um i don't know how much yet uh i i kind of feel like i need to rewatch it um it was it was by far his most thought-provoking film um there's a lot more to think about than I think like everything else has been fairly straightforward plot wise. (laughs) And um, not that this one, there is a straightforward plot, but there's definitely a lot more going on underneath it in this film than, um, and a lot to be interpreted in this film. I think compared to green room or blue ruin, or even uh, the, my cult classic, in my opinion, uh, murder party, which hasn't quite hit cult status yet, but I'm going to keep pushing for it. Um, But I, go I gotta interject interject a quick murder party thing. I think one of my students was working on something, and I was looking, and they said, "Yes, I pulled this from Murder Party, and some a piece of art that they were working on." Hmm. Uh, well, yeah, that's I, kind of obscure. It <laughs> is, obscure. and I looked at him. I said, "You're kidding!" And he, I think he was just as shocked that I even knew what Murder Party was, as I was for him. Yeah, so I the, still ma- the Matrix. Seen that one yet, and I mm. really want to. I, think I also on... want to watch Hold the Dark. You should definitely watch uh, Hold the Dark. That that one's caught my wife's uh, attention, so we just have to find a time. I feel like I might together. know why, Mike, and I'm sorry, but it's probably Alexander Skars- Skarsgård. Yeah, Skarsgård? I, I, <laughs> I I don't really care as long as I get alimony. So there we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, but so that's that's the movie that I'm gonna say. If you haven't watched it, um, it's definitely. A th- I don't think everyone's gonna like it, so I'll say that right off the bat. But if you like um, some one, he his practical violence is still very heavily in this. There are some Ooh. images that made me just cringe with the. Uh, mm. um, and Sonier is really good. He doesn't overdo it, but when it happens, it it has been earned, and it is always shocking um, how 
visceral it is and and um that's definitely in this movie still and uh the performances are really good though i really like um um jeffrey wright is fantastic in this um he's almost always really good yes um i don't think i've seen him lead in something though like this where he is um but uh the other thing though is um saulnier is so good at building tension uh green room is still one of in my opinion is the most on the edge of my seat films i've ever been on and uh that this movie, there walked, there were scenes where I was like audibly talking, like I was like, "Oh my god, no, don't do this!" I, and I walked out of green room and I was soaked with sweat. Yeah, yeah oh yeah, oh yeah. Was. Um, so Sonia still that's definitely here. Um, and obviously Blair wrote this uh, film, co-wrote it, was uh, adapted it from a novel, and I don't know, Hold the Dark. Um, that's a film I'm recommending. So real quick, I, I didn't mean to spend quite as long. Uh, let's go, um, Corey. Then we'll go Sean, Mike, if that's okay with uh, everybody. Yeah. Um. I'm going to also talk about Hold the Dark, and I also feel like I need to watch it again. I appreciated our talk because it definitely was not, I don't know, it much more thought has to be put into yes. watching that one. Um, and I want to watch it again, but it's it's longer than his other movies. It is. It's two hours and five minutes, um, which is just over Corey's uh, acceptable length. <laughs> Yeah, first first on I'll do it though. Yeah, yeah, and I I actually do avoid movies over two hours as well. But um, I I chose I was gonna go see Hellfest Monday night, and I was like, you know what, I really want to watch Hold the Dark. I'm gonna skip Hellfest. Um, and I I'm not disappointed because I've heard not great things about Hellfest. Oh, um, but uh, I I really liked Hold the Dark again. Um, makes me think of that old uh, After Dark Horror Fest. Was it Dark Ride with uh? What's her name? The girl from Sopranos. I don't know. That's what um, Hellfest makes me think of. Ah. Uh, which one? Because there was it. You're talking about the daughter that played twenty. Yeah. The, oh, I cannot remember her name either. And oh. I just lost the name of the other female lead. Oh uh, well, there we are. Well, all right. So hold the dark. Two two recommendations from us. Uh, Big Tuna, what you got? So uh, I almost watched Hold the Dark uh, last Wednesday night, but instead I went with another movie you loved. Uh, Burke, and that's never going back. Oh yeah, it's on Amazon Prime now. It's really solid, really funny. Um, it's a little crude at yes. times, yes. and so not everyone's gonna love it. But I, it really clicked with me. I really enjoyed it. Great, so. I'm glad to hear that. Um, Augustine Frizzell is the director, and uh, she's got she's also an actress. But this was her her directorial debut, I believe. And the A24 picked it up after its festival debut. Um, I saw it I South was, by. I was really sad when it didn't get a theatrical release. Like it got a theatrical release, yeah. but it was only in like twenty theaters. Mm-hmm. Oh. They didn't push it any larger than that. And so when it came on to Amazon Prime, I immediately watched it and I really loved it. I'm glad. Um, I'm, I've been telling everyone I can about it. I, I desperately want you to uh, see it. And I do want to give a real quick shout out um, our friend of the podcast, Chris Peckover, director of Better Watch Out. Um, his film Better Watch Out is currently on sale on Vudu for four ninety nine, and I just cannot stress how great of a deal that is. Um, although I also must point out, it is on sale for four ninety nine. Uh, <laughs> last year's it, and it, like, yeah. So there's some really I good mean, sales on Vudu right now. Um, those are both great movies. Yeah, like mm. um, Better Watch Out is one of the most inventive horror comedies I've seen in a long time. I, I, I had <laughs> I such it. a blast. And Chris was a really awesome guest. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that episode is available to listen if you'd like listeners. Um, 
but he was super friendly and super awesome to uh, talk to. And that movie, I mean, I, I saw the movie and reached out to him just because I was so blown away by the film, which Big Tuna recommended to me back then. Um, and I was overjoyed that Chris responded and was willing to do the podcast. And um, yeah, I just I want everyone to see that film. And now it's five bucks. You can't beat that deal. Um, yeah. I already own it. I already own it as well. I was kind of bummed because I bought it a while ago. I was like, crap, I could have waited and got it for five bucks. But, um, you know, I love that movie enough that I didn't mind spending the extra money on it. But nonetheless... Um, never going back. I'm glad to hear people praising Augustine is supposed to hopefully do the podcast one day, uh, but she got a job with HBO over the summer directing a new oh, series. Wow. Um, yeah. So I don't uh, she, she she pushed it back and I haven't reached out to her since because she's been super busy. I keep seeing her name pop up on stuff, um, but I definitely want to support her. She, uh, she was really friendly, super awesome movie. Um, I, I really connected with the characters. I thought the character development in the movie was fantastic. So um, never going back on Prime. Check it out. And then, oh, I don't know what that was. And then, um, uh, Mikey, do you got, have you watched anything recently? Actually, I'm going. It's a good thing I'm in my document everything in 2018 because I, I, I've revisited a bunch of movies this week. Mm. Um, this morning, you know, I have this habit of waking up at four in the morning <laughs> because that's it's a hobby now. And so, <laughs> she's all that happened to be on, and oh, I that's put funny. that. What? On. Yeah. Oh, Freddie Prince th- Jr. Isn't is, he in? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's Freddie Prince. Yes, Freddie Prince Jr. Um, I Rachel. think it was the octave you hit, Corey. He couldn't understand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I don't. I don't have those oh, hair hairs in my ear anymore. Movie. I can't register those octaves. Um, so Rachel Lee Cook, Freddie Prince Jr., and then the late Paul Walker, who I disliked. I mean, you're supposed to dislike his character, uh, Matthew Lillard. But then not only that, I. I'd rented Deadpool 2 and Solo over the weekend. Uh, uh, just I so, Solo too. Just, uh, well, I'll have to, I'll finish up with Solo for a specific reason. Uh, Deadpool 2 was, I, I'm so glad I rented it and I mm-hmm. wished I'd watched it more than just that one time. And it just happened to, uh, the original Deadpool happened to be broadcast on FX. And I'm like, how are they going to, and they somehow got most of it because they only cut a tiny bit of, Huh. the scene that I'm alluding to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, yeah. whoa. I'm like, okay. So I just carried on. Yeah. FX has been um, pushing boundaries with uh, censorship. They, they, they have like a TVMA version of Wolf of Wall Street. Wow. Wow. It's, wow. And okay. I, somebody asked me how bad I think it would be, and I'm like, well, FX also has American Horror Story. Yes. So, oh, okay. I'll bring, I'm pretty rough. that up. I'm glad you bring that up. I have I've been watching more stuff. So, um, the other one I revisited was Miller Crossing, which is actually funny because I have several students that are in equestrian, and I just had to bring up the question. And oh, and for the longest time, I you know I'm like, all right, so what are fetlocks? And they're like, well, that's the horse's ankle. And I've been living a lie, thinking that horses would get down on their fetlocks and pray that we don't that Tom Reagan wouldn't bet on them you know, oh. because he had this history. That's not their knees. I this whole time i thought that was their knees and that would have made more sense to me um that's well in the movie it makes more sense and i, I need to show them that scene and to to show them that i'm not well i i am ignorant when it comes to horses but i've been schooled by the children and i defer to their knowledge so solo i eventually got to it was the one i rented along with uh, deadpool 2 because it was on a discount uh-huh. The unfortunate thing is we happened to be out, out too late on Saturday, and I could only start it at 
and I didn't want to pay. I was already getting it at a discounted rate. I'm not going to pay full price another night, full price on it. So I only got to to the part just past the heist. Oh man! Where oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Did it just like, like stop or? No, he stopped it because he had to take it back. Oh okay. no! I'm like, I'm not paying for this. I'm taking it back. He so got it from Redbox. I stopped it. I see. yeah. I redboxed it, and um, I, I I was pleasantly surprised. I, I the one part I documented was like I just. I'm so used to the extended universe introduction of Chewie to Han Solo or Han, Han, I like that pronounce it, the Han Solo uh, <laughs> character that it just didn't seem right how they did it in the film. But oh. overall, I was more pro. I think going into it thinking it's going to be an absolute uh, Madea Butu level film, <laughs> um, I, I was more pleasantly pleasantly surprised than not. I um, I picked that up. Um, I w- I had to actually go hunting for it, which was shocking. I don't remember the last time I went to buy like a popular movie Blu-ray and couldn't find it. And Target uh, was completely sold out of everything but one copy of the DVD, and I wanted the Blu-ray. Um, and then I had to go to two other stores before I finally found a store that still had copies left. Um, so apparently, <laughs> Solo is going to have a bigger uh, home video release than it had box office, but. Yeah, because that movie's failure at the domestic box office pretty much shut down the whole Extended Star Wars you, series. Yeah. Well, didn't they just have an announcement for The Mandalorian? Yes, that, that looks so good. Which That one's got to be good. See, and that's okay because you could go anywhere with that as opposed to you know having a Boba Fett origin story we don't need. Yeah, that's true. Um, but it's also going to be a TV show on the Disney streaming service, which is oh, like okay. a guaranteed sell versus a movie you have to get box office receipts for. Yeah. Well, at one point, and correct me if I'm wrong, I thought the plan was to have a weekly 100-episode Star Wars Universe series where it's going to go from characters that we do not know to other characters. And John Favreau is the showrunner on that, I believe. Yes. So that is still going. Yeah. That's the Mandalorian. That's the Mandalorian project. Then fantastic. That's that's what needs to happen because yeah. this movie deal is just uh, maybe that's the good thing. That's the good takeaway from Solo. I still, that, that I like Solo. Burn. I don't think it's perfect. I did not. I had a good time with it. Um, I do. I am. I am of the belief that you don't always have to know every detail of a character in order for the character to be great. In fact, the mystique of the character is something that we should uh, embrace and cherish. However. I still found it to be really fun. I thought Alden, uh, Eric Reich was great, and I love the dynamic of Chewie and him in the movie. Not necessarily how they meet, but like you didn't get to see the relationship develop throughout the film, and I just thought it was really great and genuine. Um, but uh, I concur on the points that I saw, so let's mm-hmm. launch the missiles. All right. Um, um, oddly enough, though, and I want to get back to Apocalypse, I've been on and off watching American Horror Story for since Murder House, and... Wow, I'm just, I don't know if you guys are watchers of that show, and if you have not watched the other stuff, you almost have to catch up, because right at the get-go, they bring stuff in from way back in the first season. I have not watched Apocalypse. Um, I've watched basically every season. I didn't, I watched part of Cult from last year. I did not watch all of it. I liked Cult a lot. Um, I watched all of Murder House, and like three quarters of Freak Show, and that's about it. Yeah, Freak Show I could not get into, that's when I just didn't. I, I don't like witches generally. Not like I'm not afraid of them. I just find them boring, except for the craft. And um, I skipped Coven because of that. 
if you like the craft, you would probably like Coven. That's, everyone tells me. I just haven't. I don't. At this point, I don't care enough nah. about TV series to go back to it. Although I'm really into Psych right now. I'm like totally loving Psych. <laughs> I just finished season I one. And it's, it's fantastic. Um, yep. Uh, yep. But uh, okay, we do need to get. Let's get into this Tyler Perry nonsense. So <laughs> Sean <laughs> made us watch Boo Two, a Medea Halloween, and going through the stats real quick. Uh, 17 on Metacritic, 3.7 IMDb user score. Uh, stars Tyler Perry, Cassie Davis, uh, Patrice Lovely, Yusef Erekat, Diamond White, Lexi Pantera, who, oh my god, if you read her bio on IMDb, you will throw up. Um, in fact, let me <laughs> let me just read I'm her going bio. Right now. Okay, uh, perfect. Because it's so bad. Listen, this is the bio on IMDb for the actress Lexi Pantera, who plays one of the uh, the obnoxious friends of the daughter in this movie. Conceived in the back of a 69 Cutlass, born Alexia, <laughs> I'm sorry, born Alexis Leela Afshar as a baby, Lexi Pantera began utilizing her stunning features and sweet disposition to mastermind and manipulate those around her to get what she wanted. Hence her nickname, Lex Luthor, was appropriately given to her by her father at the age of two. That's the first paragraph of her bio on IMDb. <laughs> And that holy crap, awful. she's that, a horrible that. freaking actress on top of it. So go figure. Um, and I don't usually go that aggressive about any actor or actress, but man, what kind of garbage is that as your bio? And that's just the first paragraph. It's like an essay on her bio. Like <laughs> it is several paragraphs long of that, that type she of nonsense. Herself. Most likely she bu- wrote that herself. Are, are we sure? She probably had a ghostwriter because. Yeah, that might be giving too much credit, but. <laughs> now you know i say that but she's the only one i kind of like oh i'm gonna follow them on instagram and do all this so now i'm feeling a bit of guilt you should and also i do want to point out because i didn't mention it freaking tito ortiz former <laughs> ufc fighter tito ortiz is in this movie and what the crap like it, this <laughs> this movie feels like it was tyler perry's first like the we cast is on this one. yeah we can I, I, I don't generally but um <laughs> Uh, he, he, he got to feel figure that some of these people owed Tyler Perry something or he's got something on them because, you know, and they didn't give Tito Ortiz a whole lot to do either. No, but he really did not give him much to do at he's all. He's not an actor, though. Like he was I think he was on WCW for a little while, too. Like he was a wrestler. I'm not 100 percent. It might have been WWE, but I'm, I feel confident with WCW. And he's not a good actor. The lines he has in this movie are ridiculous. Um, but even more, like, this movie doesn't feel, like, I'm not a fan of the Medea films. I've watched bits and pieces of some of the other ones because my wife likes Medea usually. But this I'm one sorry. felt sorry. so bad, man. This, everything about this movie is bad. Like, even did the your lighting. Did watch this one with you? Oh, she did. And she hated oh, it, too. Like it. Oh, she hated it. <laughs> yeah, it's, this movie was torture. Like, it is an hour and 40 minutes long. And it felt like it was three hours. Like, I was it literally, really like... Did so mad we watching could have watched hold, hold the dark like five times yeah kidding. i i was losing my mind watching this movie <laughs> at how bad it was like because it wasn't even like so, funny bad i laughed a couple of times i'm not gonna sit here and say i didn't laugh ever but so not not the, a lot but not not hearty laughs They're no like ch- small ch- i will say more of a, that, is this really happening right now kind of well and i think my 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 body went to a protective mode 
because I know I lost time by falling asleep <laughs> during part of it. And I surely think I didn't miss anything plot-wise because I jumped right back in. I'm like, oh, okay, it's on. Still. Um, <laughs> so so here's the thing. The first Boo and Medea Halloween was actually kind of funny. And so, like, when I went to see the second one, I was expecting it would be bad but funny. And it just wasn't. Like, it was absolute trash i wanted to walk out like five times and i stopped and i'm like it's this will get better and the thing is i saw it with a full audience like almost sold out and everybody was cracking up except for me Uh, and i'm like this is not funny at all i it's like that meme that every day i agree with thanos more and more yeah um Uh, yeah but just to Let's before we get into spoilers because I do have some like nitpicks that I want to point out. But um, I I I do not think he writes the script. It feels like everything that's happening is very improv. Um, some of the conversations feel like they've never heard people talk before. <laughs> um, and then like it's no, not. I did, I did not do it. It was yeah. not me. Yes, and some of the dialogue is worse than the room. Like I'm not even exaggerating. <laughs> It really is. It's so bad. And the plot is super incoherent, and it takes forever to get into the Halloween part of this movie. Because Mm -hmm. it's like, let's dwell on the stupid, you know, oh, my daughter's spoiled, and blah, blah, blah. And just like, oh, it's so bad. Everything at the beginning (laughs) of this movie is is so slow to get to where it's going. And then we're ultimately just trying to get to a scene where Medea, and then who is Tyler Perry... And the other character that he plays, what is it, Jim or Uncle Jim or whatever? Um, is he only Joe? Is it Joe? I thought is he was Joe? Joe too. Is he not Joe? I thought so. It doesn't say. No, somebody else is Joe. Yeah, it says Joe and Brian. Okay. Also. Oh yeah, no, Joe is. I think in oh, there it is. the movies yeah. he was somebody else was Joe or something like well, that. Well, Medea, Joe, and Brian. So I guess Brian is Tyler Perry's like normal character, like where it's just him. But Joe is like old man makeup, and the Medea's. Medea, I think I think most people are familiar with the concept of Medea, and like it's ultimately just trying to set up that and be in that same space. But man, it is those jokes are are just them riffing. Like it doesn't sound like there's any real thought put into any of the jokes. And once they get to the Halloween part of this movie, it is obnoxious screaming and yelling for so long. <laughs> it really is, and it's just like, oh my god, just move then, move, move faster. This movie dwells on torturing the audience. Like I feel like there is some sadistic pleasure that he takes by letting it be long-winded and slow-moving and. Man, at the, I watched the. I, I don't know if you guys stayed through like the bloopers and stuff at the end of this movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. But so I, I don't know the, why. The bloopers yes. aren't even funny. No, they're not. No, they're not funny. They're not. And when he says, um, at the end, like, is, if that's a wrap and people applauded, I'm like, like yes. I, I, I hate all of you. Like, I hate all of you so much for this movie existing. Like, I cannot <laughs> believe. Like, cause I'm all for parody or satire, but they don't do enough with like the, the monsters. to actually parody, like the girl's clearly like a parody of the grudge or the ring, you know, like mm-hmm, the long wet mm-hmm. hair. And then the chainsaw guys, I mean, that could be any horror movie. Basically it's, it looks like they went to the universal studios after Halloween horror nights and grabbed three people and said, Hey, <laughs> we'll give you 20 oh. bucks if you're in this movie. Like it's so, oh, they didn't uh, spend that much. They they went to Spirit of Halloween after they closed for the season, and that's they dug they the stuff out of the trash can and yeah. put it on. And and the and the staff, 
Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, they were jobless because the store's closed for the, for the next <laughs> so year. So they, hey, free work, or um, you know, we need the job. All right, so, uh, Corey, do you have anything to say uh, before we get into spoilers? <sighs> you hated it, too, I take it, huh? <laughs> what is it? An hour and 40 minutes of my life I can't get back, but I did get a lot of laundry folded. Ah. Yes. <laughs> I folded, like, four or five loads of laundry. And I, I won't lie, I usually do not use my phone when I'm watching Movie Club movies because I want to be able to talk about them. I tried, but... At some point, I was like, you know what? I don't care enough. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mess with my phone. But I still watch the movie. I still suffer through it, and I did put it down more than not. But it's still like, I, I did allow myself something to keep myself from completely losing it. Um, wow. To be honest, I mean, to say that I hated it would mean I, and this is my philosophy, and I hate because you know you still got that emotional connection. It's dead to me. I don't <laughs> want to continue having a relationship. Once we are done with this, it'll be in the file cabinet and recycled, and that all that data will be used well, for something else. I am, I am contemplating reaching out to Voodoo to see if they will remove a movie from my collection. <laughs> um, they will. Oh, will they? they will. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, because oh man, I don't I don't like this being in my movies. I feel like it might taint the others. Well, um, I'm glad that you did, so we didn't have to pay for it. Yes, thank yes, goodness. I do. That that is that one bright bright spot about it. Um, do, can yeah. we can we just get, assign ourselves some sort of merit badge of some sort? We <laughs> should get like a we. I survive Medea Halloween. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like they should be sashes, though. I'm sorry. I know you're all men, but that's now, the level I think. Sean, we're on. I do have to ask: Is there? It, did we miss anything by not seeing the first one? Because none of us watched the first one. Not really. The okay. first one's it's more of this. More the same, basically. Yeah, it's, except slightly better. Yeah, it has slightly better. It's still a forty, I think, meta score, and then it's only a four point seven IMDb user score, which is still it's shocking. Not, it's not right. a good movie, but there's actually some funny moments in that one. Whereas in this one, I think I smirked twice. So the only other thing I haven't laughed at or laughed less at was a Janine Garofalo stand-up special I watched very recently. Oh, like a recent and I love and I love Janine, Janine Garofalo. Yeah. And did not laugh. I just did yeah, not. I've not been hearing good things about that. I haven't watched her special, but old and bitter now. Yeah, I don't know. I've been listening I listen to a lot of the Sirius XM stand-up stuff and um she pops on quite a bit. I don't know when, where that's from because it just tells you the name of the track. But I've enjoyed <laughs> those. But they're probably older uh, things. I've not um, seen her new one. It's probably the the bit with uh, the eyebrows being sisters. I've, there's a, there's several. Uh, honestly, they use they play a lot of her clips. Um, she's been one of the more popular ones on Laugh USA, and I, I always enjoy them. There was one about her and her uh, boyfriend for a long time. Like um, I don't know, I don't remember all the, the specifics, but I remember laughing. But again, it could be from a very old, very old one. Um, that's disappointing to hear because I I like her quite a bit. Um, I didn't even realize she had a new special out. Uh, I don't it, know if it's that new. I want to say was it on Amazon? I can't. I see now. Again, you know, hmm. I file stuff away and I, I delete. Yeah. Uh, it's got to be on one of the services that I didn't. Have. I'm pretty. Maybe it was on Voodoo Free with ads. It could be. It could be. Um, well, anyway. let's not to dwell on Janine Garofalo, but that is how little we want to talk about Tyler Perry. Uh, let's get into spoilers so I can diss a few specific scenes. Corey. Guys, from here on out, we're going to spoil this movie for you. Um, yeah, I'm not even sorry about it. <laughs> okay. 
yeah, and honestly, if if you haven't watched it, uh, you save yourself and Please don't. don't. It's probably because you don't want to, and you just know now, better. I will say, um, it's, go ahead. It's only for pranking people, yeah, and, like torturing people. I went to uh, watch this because normally I watch movies in my uh, my game room. Uh, I have like a, a room with a TV and an Xbox and all my movies and all my nerdy pop vinyls and stuff, and that's usually where I watch my films. Um, but since Kathy was watching with me. Uh, we were watching the living room, and I forgot that the Fire Stick doesn't have Voodoo. Um, and I have a PlayStation 3 out there, but I haven't used it in a while, so I was trying to avoid like loading it up and having to update things to be able to watch Voodoo, because I was just trying to get this over with. Um, so I went <laughs> looking to see if it was on any of the other streaming services, and it is not. But the first one is. The first one's like on everything, I think, right now. Um, you can watch it on Amazon, I think. You can definitely watch it on Hulu. And I think it might even be on HBO or something right now. But the second one's on nothing else without paying for it. And so I'm like, great. So I had to, like, go through updates. And, like, I had uh, our router got fried, like, back in August or something. So I had bought a new router, but I hadn't put the new Wi-Fi password in to the PlayStation. And so I had to update the software just to be able to watch this stupid freaking movie. Hey, part two of the torture. Yes, exactly. It was a nightmare to even be able to watch it without paying for it. Um, so... Uh, I finally got it. We watched it, and it man, uh, there's from the get go, and I I tried to go in hopeful, like maybe I can, maybe it's so bad it's funny, and it it's not. It's just so bad it's, it's bad. Like it's not one of the things it's that funny. I couldn't believe was how bad the lighting was. Like it's dark. It's 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 pulling from horror, but it's definitely not a horror movie. Nor is it a like a parody of a horror movie. Nor is it a horror comedy. It's just like random references to things in a way that makes people yell and pretend to be scared, even though they're clearly not. And the the lighting though, when they're outside, like in the car, you can barely see anything. It's so dark, and it's not. Yeah, and the cinematography is horrid. Like yeah. the camera work is awful, especially during like all of the scenes that they're dancing. Oh. The dance sequence, Those are the worst. One that one song lasts for like thirty minutes. Like they have like we enter to the rappers like rapping, and then we cut to a obnoxious scene of dialogue, and then back to the rappers, and it's still the same exact verse. I think it's even the same footage just replayed, and it's oh, it's so bad. And then the frat guys are like the most stock stereotypical New Jersey like Jersey Shore uh, type guys. I, know. I wanted to throw up. And the thing is the um. The shots are like really, like they objectify people, like they're like mm-hmm. twerking and oh yeah, uh, that's mm-hmm. not something I would have expected from Tyler Perry. At all. Lexi Pantera is in a cat like a leopard costume and shake twerking, and they're like the camera is all up on her butt. Um, and it, it, it yeah, I was also shocked about that too. Like I didn't expect Tyler Perry is typically like prides himself on being like family friendly yeah ish really because all the conversations with the old dude he plays joe joe i can't even i'm just like like, do people think this is funny like he really does like have like the quote-unquote christian family values but not in the medea movies as much right not in the medea movies as much but like in general and so to see that cinematography that like objectifies women that much was really shocking to me. Well, and well like, I mean, Corey there, were, there were some dubbing things, I think, because I even double checked mm-hmm. where they changed. It's very clear that dialogue was changed for rating, I guess. Oh, wow. It seems like instead of saying certain words, they were 
changed and I don't I, I'm like oh that might have explained a couple of things but why do that when you have a whole scene later on between Lexi Pantera's character and the the Joe character where he's asking her if she's underage yeah she yeah. admits that she is and he goes for it and it's just wrong everything uh, about Joe is wrong like the whole pimp like like he really fixates on him being a pimp and yeah, like yeah. slapping hoes and it's, things like that. Like it, it, it was. It's baffling. It really was. I, I, I kind of didn't think about that until just now. Like I, it, it annoyed me, and I was like, "This isn't funny." But I didn't even put it together that it's Tyler Perry because Corey, your outrage, I think, makes a lot more sense um, than I was. Than I was. Thinking. I was just outraged to have to watch it. But now that yeah. we're like talking about it, I'm like, wow, that's a really good point because I've always been under the impression that Tyler Perry was like this wholesome guy, and this movie is far from wholesome. Like it is uh, raunchy well, are, at times. Are the other Medea ones that way too? Because this is really the only Medea, and this has taken all the away any curiosity I would have about any other <laughs> Medea films. A Word. few um, of them, a few of them are have like a few raunchy moments, but nowhere near as much as this. It's, I then, have family members who love these movies, mm-hmm. and it just is not connecting for me because I'm like, you're the most uptight person I know. I saw the one. I saw one with Eugene Levy, where like I think they're hiding Eugene Levy's family yes, out with Medea. That one's kind of funny. I, I I didn't laugh, but my wife really liked the heck out of that one. Whichever one. Which that one? Is. Okay. I don't it know. Was witness protection. That's it. That's the one. Um, That's a Tyler Perry movie. Yes. It's not not Medea's the witness protection. Yeah, is Larry the Cable not the Larry the Cable guy? Is it? It was Eugene Levy. Yeah, Eugene Levy's in it. Larry the Cable guy has something like with that same title, but it's it's something else. Like it's witless protection. Witless, it's like a pl- witless. Yeah, it's oh, like a, a pun on which God. Let's not even get into that. Um, give, <laughs> we'll give Sean more ideas if he beats us again. He's like, oh, Larry the Cable guy movie. Here you go. Um, <laughs> Oh so, no, you're you're gonna have to watch Winchester again. <laughs> oh God, I can't sit through Winchester again. But honestly, I'd rather watch Winchester than this. Though um, this this movie has so many things wrong with it. It, it is bad in every direction. Um, the like even the stuff that like the, it's shot horribly because of they try to do like the you know, obviously he can't be in two places at, or three places at once. So like they have to do like the tricky over the shoulder shots to try to like sell you that there's another Medea or whatever and it's it, they don't look good and then Hattie I think was her name had a whole uh. like the way she spoke which at some point Joe says something about <laughs> put your teeth back in but she clearly is wearing teeth so it wasn't like oh okay well she doesn't have teeth because you can see your teeth throughout the movie and they oh god it's just I think the only sequence I remember laughing at at all was the the bad breath like ripping because I thought that was kind of <laughs> funny but. Because like some of the some of it was stupid, but some of the jokes were kind of funny about the bad breath. Um, not all of them, but at least one or two. But yeah, like um, it. Oh man, the guy that played uh, Jonathan Yusef Arakat, who was the one of the obnoxious frat guys, not the main one, but the one who um, kept trying to hit on the friend. Like, he is the worst. He is so uh, bad. Like, it was. They were. Awful. They were all bad. bad. I mean. Just, they, but I think the Dino Jonathan talk. guy was the worst. Yeah, I I agree with Sean. D- the Jonathan <laughs> Dino was, was obnoxious too, but uh, Jonathan was just so bad. Can we also please talk about how these girls kind of look young and they're young, mm-hmm. and then they got like all guys in their mid thirties to play the frat boys? Can we please talk about that? Yeah, yeah, it's very creepy. Um, and like and- the dude who plays Jonathan is like a YouTuber. 
And oh. how does he like transfer over? Why? I don't like, know. He's an influencer, this is, man. This is where we're at in entertainment. Um, it's you get a certain amount of subscribers, and that's means they're gonna give you a chance at that. I mean, I, I just, I mean, it's lazy casting. Mm-hmm. Well, nothing. There's not anything about this movie that feels like, like I don't. Why does it exist? Because it doesn't seem like Tyler Perry was like passionate well, about this. Here's the thing: it made forty eight million. That's why. Uh, I get twenty five million dollars worth of good budget. lord. That makes me really sick. Like because I I I am I'm aware that not all films are going to be taken as art. That there is a level, there's an obvious level of commercialism in, in in film, and that's fine. I can I can tolerate the Michael Bay's, and I can to, I can tolerate the idea of Tyler Perry, but like at least Michael Bay's movies, the worst Michael Bay movie is mo- much more coherent than anything that came out of this film that we just watched. Like, and the thing is, Tyler Perry's movies aren't always this bad. No, like, no, they're usually not good, but they're not this awful. And I've heard good things about some of the more dramatic ones, not the Medea ones, but the like. Um, There's I, one that's like I can do bad all by myself. Yes, I've heard good things about that, that one's one. Really good, actually. Like I actually like that one a lot. And this one is just and that's a and this one, he's in this. That, that's you know, it'd be one thing if this was like Tyler Perry presents and he had nothing to do with it other than like producing it. But he is in this. He's the star. And it feels so random and haphazardly slapped together. And again, not even visually appealing. It's not even like well shot or well lit. It's just where did that junk. twenty-five million dollar budget go? His pocket, uh, like co- cocaine. Oh dang. <laughs> okay. Uh, dr- you know, cocaine's a hell of a drug, as Dave Chappelle once said, as Rick James. And mm-hmm. my God, uh, that would be. I mean, I mean, really, honestly, it's almost like they said. Let's just do this. Spend as little as we can on the production and have a lot of fun. And well, that I mean, could the explain, thing is, explain a lot of the scenes and the acting. It could. Tyler Perry supposedly has this huge back lot in um, Atlanta at his studios, mm-hmm. like this, like almost like Universal Studios level back lot. Wow! And it doesn't show. No. It, feels like it was made in somebody's backyard. Yeah. This like, movie feels like it was we went and bought like a $200 camcorder from Walmart and shot this over the weekend with people we just like hey you want to be in a movie and put them in the movie and like oh Tito say Ortiz is here. Want. Yeah. And literally there are scenes where it's, it feels like they say whatever they want. There are continuity errors left and right in this movie. The biggest so, one when they go to the police station and Tyler Perry and Tito Ortiz show up and like the 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 wife or the ex wife and her boyfriend who doesn't talk to him, which is a stupid ongoing gag I can't stand. Um, it's really stupid. They are begging the sheriff to leave. He won't leave, and the sheriff is acting like not a cop from anything ever. And he's just like da da da. I do things, and then Tyler Perry shows up. They all walk out. Tyler Perry, Tito Ortiz, and the sheriff walk out, and then we cut back to the police station, and the sheriff is there. And he never left, but we saw him leave. And then, of course, the whole thing was a prank, which is stupid. And, oh, my God, this movie is so awful. <laughs> it's so bad. And, Mike, I wish I could have your level of it's dead to me. I have a severe hatred for this film. And I don't – I I I was so mad watching this. I, I, I looked at my wife, <laughs> and I'm like, 
I'm 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 angry eating. Like I was I ate like <laughs> chips <laughs> chips and dip at like ten o'clock at night because I was so just like I need to do something else than watch I like this. Say, I like to say I have two levels of hatred for a film. It can either be unenthusiastic hatred where I just walk out of something like that was bad, but it doesn't really affect me that much. And then there's like an enthusiastic, passionate hatred that like I want my money back. Like I just want to burn the theater down like an inglorious bastards. Just <laughs> see, he's, he's mowing down. The, he's mowing down the audience and Hitler. See, not sure just this burning down the theater. It's this, it's just it's this, awful. This like, is why I have to falls into that latter category of I wanted to burn the screen. Yeah. Like this is why I have to emotionally. Make my make myself emotionally unavailable because <laughs> I just don't want to yeah. act act on some sort of impulse. And I gotta tell you, having a quick nap, a little power nap in between whatever parts I missed, because obviously I didn't miss much, probably helped my disposition into it. I think still. So. I mean, because I mean, th- I, there were so many problems with it, but I really don't remember being that angry at it. <laughs> I think that we can be real and. I know that it annoys you, Mike, that I just can't be invested in movies that are that long usually. If they're good, I can be. But this movie could have been like 30 minutes. Yes. It it, it clearly should have been a YouTube uh, skit. Yes. Yeah. Like, it, it, they were just like fluffing and they didn't have anything like. Well, all the scenes are super contrived. It's it's (sighs) got like no plot. No. Like, there's like an overall arc. Kind of, maybe, but there's not a good plot. It's just like people go to a party, people go missing. Yeah. It's all a prank. But the and way like, they move through it, too, it takes forever for them to get to this lake. Like, where the hell is this lake? Like, why aren't you well, there yet? And why do you go to a lake? This that is, should uh, be like another rule for horror movies in Scream. Like, just don't go well, to lakes. Lake the lake. A lake where known murders have taken place. <laughs> yeah. Because that, that's a point they all bring up. They all know about this lake and what the attract. I, well, I look, guess they want to live life dangerously. Here's the uh, thing. I just mentioned I watched Psych Season 1. I just finished Season 1 last night. The last episode of Season 1 is a Halloween-themed episode. And there is a character that's established this, like, myth about this ghost that is established in a 44-minute episode of Psych that is so much there's so much more depth and backstory to the myth of this character compared to Derek quote unquote which by the way Derek just shows up the name Derek shows up halfway through the movie originally it's just like oh kids died at the lake and then all of a sudden there's yeah! Derek and it's like hold up there you haven't told me anything about the now? legend of Derek and then apparently Derek has children and the children are like dead too like none of it freaking ever makes any sense and it is randomly assigned and it's like you can tell they were just like hey let's call it Derek okay yeah that'll be funny <laughs> it's like no it's like it's literally like they're trying to choose an ironic name like um yeah. I'm assuming you guys have seen Cabin in the Woods yes. like yes. if you go down the board where they've got the bedding like yes. you can just go down and see all the monsters yes, and then randomly yes. on there is Kevin yes which is like a funny little thing, but they don't base a whole plot point off of it. No. It's just like you see the board, so, and if you pay attention, you'll see Kevin. Yeah, but it's just this a little movie, throwaway. 
Yeah, it's a right. throwaway joke. This movie literally hinges a entire plot point on a ridiculous gag that makes no sense. Well, but at least if you're gonna do that, give me a backstory of Derek. Why is Derek haunting the lake? Who is Derek? Somebody, no, listen, it, listen, what? listen. Sorry, you yeah, should no, be whatever. thankful. You should be thankful <laughs> you don't get the backstory because that would have added to the movie's length. <laughs> True. Or I guess in my head, I'm saying like. Don't waste so much time with the other crap that you did. And if you're going to establish, like, why don't we have a scene where they get to the party after the music, which, by the way, the music inexplicably stops. Like, the party just kind of <laughs> stops because I guess they ran out of money to pay the rappers or whatever. I don't understand because they're just like, the music's just gone. And they're like, oh, no, now it's time to have sex. It's Didn't like, they have, like, a famous rapper in this one, too? I think like, it was one of the first one. They had, like, a semi-famous rapper. I didn't know who sang the song, but it was definitely one of the mumble rappers. He had face tattoos, so I'm pretty sure <laughs> it was one of those awful things, um, which only made mumble me hate the movie rapper. all the more. I, I was, you know, I was like, freaking Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. I hate this no, movie. Stop, I hate this no, stop. I hate this movie. Um, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to reset the calendar to the oh, zero, so, sorry, zero days without incident. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I think we've said enough about this horrible trash fire of a film. Um, so, so here's the thing, though. This movie is only the eighth worst movie of my list of the ten worst movies of all time. Oh. I could have went seven worst ones Jesus. to choose. So, is, and The Room is not in that list? The Room is not in that list. Wow. I would rather watch The Room again. So I, would you, The Room would you has like moments where it's funny. List? Uh, yeah, why not? Let's hear your list, okay. Sean. So, number 10 is The 1517 to Paris. I haven't uh, seen it. came out this oh. year. It yeah. was horrid. I skipped that. It was a Clint Eastwood movie. Made no sense. It made a whole hour 45-minute movie out of a three-minute incident. So, it's just... And the, the big claim to fame was they used the actual heroes in the movie as themselves, which I thought was yeah. such a horrible just gimmick to do. Um... Because that's what people who live traumatic experiences want to do is play them in a movie. Uh, so, yeah, bad choice, Clint Eastwood. Anyways, what else, Sean? Uh, number nine is Winchester. Yeah, that The Helen Mirren horror movie. That movie was horrible. It was laughably bad in some points. Another frustratingly bad. Uh, six, or sorry, um, my bad. Eight is Boo to a Media Halloween. Seven is uh, Resident Evil Afterlife. Mm. That's the fourth one where they're in the prison. Yeah, I think I skipped yeah. that one. Oh, I didn't even watch that one. That I don't one remember that one. So bad. Um, I saw the then, end of that one with all the Alice's. Number six is a movie that came out really recently called Ken. Um, that movie was a train wreck. I haven't heard of that. It, Ken. Yeah. We saw it oh, Ken. Ken. I'm sorry. Yeah, I heard Ken. I thought it was like a movie oh, about Barbie's boyfriend. My bad. No. Um, was, yeah, Ken was it bad. Was the one, it was the one with like um, James Franco. Where Jeremy, they yeah. find a, oh, God. Uh, Jeremy. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised you went to see it at all. Yeah, was, really. I'm not a Franco so, fan. Yeah. And then um, the next one is Ethan Frome. Which ah. was a Liam Neeson movie. The um, the claim to fame for that movie on the poster promotional material for that movie is a quote from Playboy magazine about how good the movie is. Oh, wow. So that's probably an explanation. Um, then Norm of the North, 
which <laughs> I was forced to watch by sorry Kirk <laughs> because I forced him to watch Fifty Shades. Yes. No. But, <laughs> uh, then Death of a Nation. Ah. Uh, recent documentary. Recent documentary Dinesh D'Souza. Really horrible. I went in hoping it would be so bad it was good. It was not. Then there was a movie called White Rabbit that I saw at the Florida Film Festival and mm. I walked out of it. Oh, that because, one. Oh. Yeah, it was it was annoying and rough. But my uh, all time worst movie is Unfriended, the first one. Oh. I could not stand it. Man, it built no, it absolutely is. nothing. Like that, those two, White Rabbit and Unfriended, are the only two movies I've walked out of in a theater because of how bad they were. I didn't hate the. I don't like the first Unfriended, but um, I didn't hate it as much as that. But I really like Dark Web, and I want to push that people give yeah. Dark Web a chance. Dark Web is really good, um, and the first one is just a mess. And you don't need to see the first one to see the yeah. second one. No, I were like anthology films. Oh, in, okay. Like, the Cloverfield way. It's it's yeah. It's just stylistically, it's the same. Um, it's all done on a computer huh. screen. Um, see, I wasn't it, even aware there was another. So it just came out. Okay. Uh, it came out a few months ago. It, was, it, it premiered was at July. South by. Yeah, um, it premiered at South by. I missed it at South by because it was one of the midnight movies, and I avoided the midnight movies because I'm just seeing a movie alone at midnight in Austin, Texas was scary to me. More getting in an Uber at two a.m. in Austin <laughs> alone was what was scary to me. So I just didn't do that. Um, but uh, so I waited and saw it when it was uh, playing locally, and I really liked this one a lot. It actually made me super paranoid uh, because it's so well executed. Um, and then. Uh, my I don't have a list. Um, I'm I'm not good at keeping up with movies that I hate so much. I try to, to let those go yeah. when I can. But um, Slender Man is definitely in my top ten worst movies oh. of all time. And, yeah, that was awful. And I feel for, like the first act of that movie fell into the like the unenthusiastic hatred, and yeah. then the second and third act were like absolutely passionate hatred. Yeah, it's, like about the ugh. point when they uh, spoiler alert. The two kids tried to have sex, and then the guy oh, did like God. the impersonation of Jim Carrey in the mask. Yeah, it's that's so what bad. the film lost me. Oh, Lord. Because I just busted out laughing. I did too. I, the, everyone I've talked to that's seen that movie busted out laughing at that scene because it's so ridiculously bad. You're just so, like, what's happening? Is um, my daughter and I were both like devastated by that film, how bad it was, and uh, and this, you tried to get me to go see it. I, I think. Yeah, I did. I was but like, I feel come like on, most. Mike. Most How of the much time. contempt do you have for me? That's what I'm wondering now. <laughs> oh, no. To be fair, it wasn't like I got you to go see it after I saw it. I was trying to get you to come with me to see it. So it was more like <laughs> and, I want to hang out with you, my friend Mike. Uh, you, appealed, you appealed to my Joey King um, I did. Uh, uh, Joey King's affinity. in a new, new coming-of-age movie called Summer 03. That's and she needs that really one to great. be a winner. So. Sean says that great. one I really like. I want to see it. Um, I'm hoping to get a chance to watch it. I might have to reach out for a screener because I don't know if it's going to play locally anywhere. But um, and th- let's let's wrap this up. So uh, Tyler Perry, uh, Boo to a Medea Halloween. I am giving it the very rarely given by me avoid like the plague rating. Um, I know that's what Corey's giving this. No, uh, there isn't a rating for how I feel about oh. this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, I need to make a new one. I'm gonna work the, on that. We'll just call it. I, I I got the plague and died, so I wasn't able to finish my review of this movie. Bubonic plague. Um, no. <laughs> and uh, Mike, uh, you you don't always you don't usually have to rate the movies, but um, would you say this falls into the avoid like the plague rating? Yeah, I you know I'm giving this movie a lot of grace. 
but yeah, it, it can't earn anything better than that rating. I can't, I can't feel good about myself rating it any better than that. And to Sean, I will say, you have taught me a, a lesson, sir. Um, I, I have I have an option now. If I ever get to win one of these drafts again, I won the first one I ever participated in. Now I have lost two in a row. But if I ever win another one, I shall not put people through what you've done to us. Uh, I feel I feel <laughs> Mr. Hudson Hawk. <laughs> hey, I still like Hudson Hawk. That's the thing. I would I would rather watch Hudson Hawk again than this. You made I did. me watch Hudson for a separate challenge. Yes. And that was that was tough. Not but, as bad as Boo Media Halloween. No. And but. I think it's got a thirty seven Metascore, thank you very much. This only has a seventeen. Which there's only there's only five movies on Metacritic that have a one. And Death of a Nation is one of them. I don't know if you knew that, Sean. Um yes. there, but there's only five that have a one and um a 17 is not something I see very often from Metascore. Like, cause that is basically critics giving this Metascore. If you're not familiar is basically like a grade from a teacher. It is a percentage of how good it is. So for all the critics who rated this movie for it to have a 17, I mean, think about that. Like that is really, really low. Like mediocrely bad movies are in the thirties or forties. So like this is bottom level bad. And I, I am surprised because I kind of, while I don't expect to like all of Tyler Perry's movies, I do expect him, especially with the uh, the clout that he brings, you know, the amount of films he can pump out, I expect a higher quality of film than what he gave. Like, Yeah, this uh, is just absolute trash. Yeah. There's no redeeming qualities. No. Like, is there's a film I left off and I didn't document because it's pretty gruesome and that I would rather watch again as well rather than this, The Hills Have Eyes Part Two, ah, which I've heard. I I can't bring myself to watch The Hills Have Eyes because of the uh, the rape it's bru- involved it's in brutal. it. Yeah, and so I, I the sequel I can't imagine being like. Uh, it's it's brutal in a different way. The first one because it had Alexandra Aja. I think that's how you say his name. He is really a visceral director. He did uh, High Tension. Mm. Uh, he did... Uh, well, High Tension is the one... I think I might have talked about the, yeah. the gruesome scene in it. And I, uh, so, yeah. that I would almost... And that said, now I'm thinking... Well, that's the thing, too. Going into it, being a Halloween movie, and, you know, booze in the title I expected, there was a lot of build-up to nothing. Yeah. yeah, there was absolutely no result. And, uh, you know... Or, I mean, there was a result. It was just a horrible just, result. Yeah. Well, guys, I am gonna we're going to wrap this up. Um, so we will be back, Corey and I, just Corey and I as, as the norm. Unless, you know, people do want to start joining this. We're not opposed to having guests on, uh, on uh, Movie Club. But Corey got to pick next week's movie. And, Corey, I don't know anything about this movie, so you're going to have to help me out here. Is it Lake Mungo? Corey? Is, is that the horror one? It's a horror movie. Yes. I know nothing about it. She picked I, it, so what's the deal? I don't know. I was just going through and trying to find some that people really liked, oh, okay. and I can't. Um, this one's from 2008, and I can't. Oh, it's a super. Oh, I don't think this is what. Weird. So on IMDb, it says that it's drama, horror, mystery, mm-hmm. and then it says a supernatural drama about grief. What? Interesting. I mean, so it doesn't mean it's not a horror. Yeah. Like, 
Um, yes. no. Directed well, Lake, by Joel Ma- Lake Mungo just seems, I don't know, the title just confuses me. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Corey picked it. Uh, we don't know much about it. Is it on anything, do we know? Is it like on Prime or Netflix? Or? I don't know. Okay, we'll, we'll be figuring out. <laughs> I tried. Guys, I'm so bad. She's been so Tyler parried. It's taken her will yeah. to live. Like, just, I can't. Just imagine if it were something like Fright Night Part 2 that's like completely out of print. Like, oh, geez. <laughs> and, you know, we had that at that music store that we worked at before, and I should have mm-hmm. picked it up. I know. I know. I, I've Every kind of regretted that. Every time I go to a video store, I try to look for Fright Night Part 2. Well, here's the deal. Before we log out, everybody... Um, we're going to go through like how people can follow you or find you. So let's start big tuna. If, um, like where can people read your reviews and follow you on social media? Um, people can read my reviews at the new site. I'm working for uh, monkeys fighting robots. Uh, the URL is monkeys fighting robots.co. And, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at, um, at big tuna on film on either Twitter or Instagram. And Mikey. Um, you know, I totally support that URL. I'm, I'm definitely behind that monkey business. Um, my, I am at Server Monkey. I am your cure for insomnia. Yeah, and it, there is no E in the server. It's S R V E Y, right? For like, because you had to abbreviate. That's not. I spelled that wrong. There's no. No, y. no, no, uh, no. I mine all mine. I had to truncate for yes for this for uh. What are we talking on? What Skype. service are we? It's on Skype. Thank you. They were. They don't sponsor us. That's why I don't remember them. Uh, so for that, so this service, I had to disembowel myself, Ooh. and so um, took took out all the vowels. But everywhere else, I am server monkey. Oh, okay. One Never word. mind. I, I I know. I don't know why I didn't know that. I type it all the time. Um, Corey, where can people follow you? Nowhere. I'm going on sabbatical. <laughs> 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 it's taking her. It's taking her wheel to social media. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> Um, for photos of cats and records, uh, Corey R star with two R's on the end. Yes, photos, cats and records, and Corey actually she's yeah. been um, she's actively participating in the Thirty One Days of Horror. Uh, there's <gasps> a great piece she wrote on BerkReviews.com about what she's watching this month. How are you doing with that so far, Corey? No, 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 that is not what I was watching. Oh, I've already oh. watched all those movies. Those were my <gasps> suggestions to readers. Oh, uh, I misunderstood. Oh. Never mind. Yes. If you are no. participating and you're looking for some good horror movies to watch, go to BerkReviews.com and check out. Um, what Corey suggested. There's some really good stuff on there. Um, and then she also just broke down what's happening on Netflix this month of October, what's coming and going, and what her recommendations are, including a film that Corey and I both love, Empire Records, coming to Netflix this month. <gasps> yes! um, I watch watch it. Um, and then you can follow me at BerkReviews.com. Um, you can read my reviews at BerkReviews.com. I'm sorry, follow me at BerkReviews. There's no .com in my Twitter and or Instagram names. Um, <laughs> And as always, I like to give a shout out to uh, my my good buddy Matt. Uh, what I watch tonight. Dot, uh, co. Uk. I think I might have screwed that up. My brain is, I think, shut down after yelling about Medea for an hour. So, um, <laughs> everyone needs to get an e- e- EKG, EEG, everything, just to make sure we're all yes uh, viable. We will have a new episode of um, uh, Bamp, which a week is our bloody awesome movie podcast, where Matt and I break down all of the uh, the movies from the month prior that we saw. Uh, primarily we focus on four and then we talk about anything else we watched that month uh, in the theater. We talk new movies on BAMP. Um, and also, Matt just got uh, Rotten Tomatoes certified. He, he, di- he yeah. did. Wow. Our boy is yeah. a, officially a Rotten Tomatoes critic now. Um, so, yeah, big uh, big news for Matt. Congratulations, buddy. Um, 
definitely read his reviews. He's always got some really fun insights on the films that he reviews. And um, that's why I love doing this, guys. Uh, I love reaching out and meeting other people who love movies like this. And um, I thank you guys for taking your time on a Friday night to record this. Listeners, if you like the podcast, please share and review. Um, tell people about us. Make sure you help others find us. And until next time, keep watching movies. Do you like movies? Do you like podcasts? Or are you just lonely? If the answer is yes, and even if it's not, then check out the What I Watch Tonight Show's filmtastic selection of podcasts. Covering the entire movie-verse, there's something for everyone. So come check it out. More details at whatiwatchtonight.co.uk or from all good podcast providers. This has been a Burke Reviews podcast. BurkeReviews.com. <laughs>